0: Hello, family and friends. We're here for day five with Pastors Michael and Angel Nicholson from Life Missions Ministries, Word of Life Victory Center in Bedford, Indiana. And I encourage you, if you're up from up in that area, you go visit their church. It's a wonderful place, great people, a beautiful setting in your church. I love the, the hilly area yeah. and the trees and all that. It's just absolutely beautiful up there. And I encourage you, if you're up in that area or somewhere close by, go by and visit their their church is wonderful people. Well, Father, we come today yes. ready to receive from this precious testimony, Father. We just are so thankful that you're a God of restoration, Father, that you love us. And on the darkest days that we're in, that you love us, Father. And you're always calling us to, to live for you and yes. to, to walk in what you paid for. So yes. we come hungry today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Back to
1: y'all. All right. Well, get back to the church. You know, my when I talked to my aunt and she said, well, you ought to hold services over there. And I'd been feeling the calling. God speaking to me saying, you need to do what I ask you to do. You've been called to preach and called to pastor a church. And it reminded me all the events of the ministers that we had went to and they'd called me out and said the Lord spoke that to them three different times. So I began to really pray about it and think about it and talk to her about it. We decided we were going to do it. And we, you know, we went to the pastor of the church and said, God's called me to to minister. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm going to open a church in my area, and uh, he gave us his blessing. And then I told Pastor Mark about it, and I, I'll never forget it. He said, "Whatever, if if you feel that God's called you to do that, I'll be there to help you. I'll do what I need to do, and I'll come up and minister for you. And uh, no, we're not going to worry about money. Whatever I get's what I get. If you you know so, and we we were small." And, and I remember opening that church for the first time. And again, told you about the sermons. I go back and think, man, God anointed people's ears. That's for sure. Because I was like, man, I wouldn't have listened to myself even, you know. Uh, but um, we would have Mark come up and we'd take an offering, you know. And I think my mom and dad, you know, they, he worked at General Motors. And my mom had shops in Little Nashville. So I think they helped more than I thought. They took care of the finances. So mm-hmm. I know sometimes we'd collect about 50 bucks, you know. And it's a long way from here. Uh, to Evansville or from to, in, to Bedford from Evansville, mm-hmm. so and I know it cost him a lot. So I think, you know, uh, Mom and Dad helped out in that in way. And then you know, as as I grew and God began to bless me, a lot of times I would pay for the motel for Pastor Mark and Phyllis to come up. You know, it's just to me it, it wasn't a burden. It was it was a blessing mm-hmm. to be able to do so. And the word that he would share with me, and so many times that. The word of Lord would come to Pastor Mark. He'd call me out, and I know, I didn't tell nobody. You know things I was going through, mm-hmm. and and no one knew but me and God. And yep. He would speak about it. You know, uh, and I thought, Wow, God! You know, you do care about me. You you know, because the devil can really attack you during low times and make mm-hmm. you think, you know, where you know where is God? He you don't feel this. He's doing anything, and mm-hmm. but he's never never forsaken me, lost a lot of jobs, but I look back and think all the jobs that I had prepared me for the main job, which is to pastor a church and to to be a preacher. Everything I had, every job I had had to deal with helping people and caring for people, all the jobs I had. And it just prepared me for what I'm doing now, you know, and I'm helping in the spiritual realm as well as the physical or people that need physical things that, that we're able to help with. But, you know, to to get back to the little church. We didn't have a name for the church. I didn't know what I was going to call it. And Mm -hmm. I began to watch, uh, you know, the feed the children. It was a thing in the Appalachian mountains where kids were hungry. And and the Lord said to me, said, you can help. And I was like, how can I help? I ain't got nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I going to do? And uh, he said, I want you to help. And I want you to call the church life missions ministries, because it's all about life. Your mission is to help people in life. Mm -hmm. And, um, So I brought that up and and I said, look, also, I think we need to do something. So I began to call in the area of the Appalachian Mountains. I call and find out if there's anybody that needed help. And we found a place called Buckhorn, Kentucky that needed some help. And we put together some things. Uh, That year I got a tax check. I bought a school bus and I converted it, took all the seats out and Made it into an RV, so I didn't have to have a special license to drive it. Mm-hmm. And we loaded that with three tons, more than what the bus was supposed to hold, of food <laughs> and clothes. Crazy. End up burning the rear end out of it, you know, going down the mountains. Uh, Ended up getting that fixed, God bless me, with a bus driver who had a parked bus exactly like mine. And he said I could have the rear end for free, so we took it out and put it in my bus. Wow. But then we got connected with uh, one of my cousins who was part of the Teamsters Union. And uh, he was a a director or something, and and he told me to call them. And then from that point on, that was after the first year, from that point on, the Teamsters donated a semi-trailer, and they would haul it for free and the fuel and bring that food to the place we needed or the clothing or whatever we we had. we'd have it full all the way to the we, Yeah, we started out the 48-foot semi-trailer, and that that first time we loaded it full, and God just brought people, the donations in. I thought, how am I going to fill this semi? I mean, how? And um, it was so overloaded, stuff would fall out when you'd open the door. But they got to where we were loading a 53-foot semi-trailer to the max. I mean, packed full with food, clothes, furniture, household items, everything you can imagine. And we would give away to people down there, have a day and bless them Mm -hmm. and, you know, pray with them. We'd have a prayer booth for them. And that's how we started out. We had church. We had, uh, you know, services on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. But we started out doing missions. And then God finally said, you know, it's time to let that go because I'd got other churches going to the region. We were kind of oversaturating the place. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, you just step out and focus on ministry at that point. So I began to do only ministry. He led us to buy a property, a piece of property where we'd build the new church. I never signed anything that big in my entire life. I thought, Phew, where am I going to get this money? But I wasn't nervous. I signed the paper. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting a church loan. But you know what? God, we built the church bigger than what we needed. I mean, we didn't have that many people. We had about 11 people going. Mm-hmm. I built it for, uh, you know, 100, 160 max it would hold. Okay. And we got, we got a loan to pay for most of it. We had sold some of the property where we had bought. Uh, and, it paid off the loan, plus give us $10,000 to start the church. So we began to build the church and actually added 10 feet to it because I didn't think it was big enough. I uh, already had my big sound system because it was mm-hmm. ready. I bought <laughs> it back in the little church. So, you know, God had a reason for it. Yeah. So we ordered all the chairs and got everything ready. And uh, God blessed us with that church. You know, we had about 11 people, maybe 20 at times. But we paid that building off $95,000 in seven years. Wow. And that was, you know, God, that was God. Yeah. It was God. And during that time, she had got a couple of inheritances. And, and we just, we always give. Whatever money we give, we have our catering business, Agape Catering, Holy Smokes Barbecue. And we, anytime we make money, it goes to the church. We always mm-hmm. pay our tithe, if not Praise more. God. Mm-hmm. And I give more than 10% because mm-hmm. I know that you can't give God. God, God blesses us. So he does. we paid that off. And then, you know, we wanted to build a fellowship Hall. It's called Victory Hall that was built debt-free, wow. and that was $160,000 paid in full. Wow. God's just been good to us, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just just obedience. You know, do I get up every Sunday wanting to go to church and preach? No, there's times I'm thinking, I just I just don't want to, and God says, now, you know like what? Like some of the members, you know, you know I just <laughs> don't feel like going today. And I got to tell myself, it don't matter what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do what God's called you to do, and 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 when I do that, and a lot of times I think, I don't even know how this is going to go. I don't even feel like preaching. But when I get up there, and I've always given it to God, it's not me. I don't want responsibility in that pulpit. It's His will. Yes. His will to be done because their lives are, their blood is on my hands. And I don't want to say anything that isn't God. So I always commit myself, you know, spirit, soul, mind, and body, everything about God not me none of me but all of you Father. come on and i preach and teach mainly i'm a teacher i've told god and i like to preach a couple times i want to get people excited and jump around but he's called me to be a, a teacher more at this time so i'm teaching more about the word of god and how to obtain and and how to stand when when you've done all to stand and the love of god the compassion of god and he's had me on understanding the god's love for several years now you know we've kind of branched off but God's love is the most important. If you get God's love uh, to the full understanding, you're unstoppable. You understand the power that comes with that love, what he'll do for you, what he'll do for your family, Mm -hmm. how he can bless you. It's the most important thing. You know, that's the foundation. God's, everything radiates from God's love. That's right. Everything. Mm-hmm. And if you seek out God's love, how much he loves you, you can't truly love God unless you know how much he loves you. Yeah. We can say we love him, but right. until we know his love for us, we really can't truly love him yeah. the way we should or love people the way yeah. we should. So mm-hmm. he's done so much in my life and Angel's life. He's blessed us. Everything I have is, is because of him. Everything. Wow. And I look forward to more. Yes. I know he's got more because he, he's called us to be ministers of the gospel, the full gospel. That's right. And there's so many more people to reach. And, and I declare over our lives all the time, we're multi-millionaires because we fund the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Am I a millionaire yet? No, but I am in the spirit. I see it. We're yeah. going to be able to pay and bless people and bless ministries like never before. Yeah, and we can't uh, help anybody when we're broke. No, we can't. You know, that's we got right. this There's poverty gospel. A lot of people gospel. think give and give and give till it hurts, until you don't have anything. Well, that's not how it yeah. works. And yeah. they say you can't expect to receive. Yes, you can. The Bible says so. That's right. You need to expect Come to receive on. when you get. Come so. on. Well, it's been an
0: incredible blessing having you guys. <laughs> you guys. I uh, just uh, so feel so uh, blessed uh, listening to your testimony and your work up there is. uh is such a good work. And I know if you mentioned Pastor Mark. For those of you that don't know, that Pastor Mark Pearl is my pastor yes. and your pastor. Yes. And so we have a common bond there. Yeah. And he's such a wonderful man of God. Well, if you would pray for our
1: listeners, please. Yes. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this chance to be able to share this week, Father God. We ask, Lord, that you move mightily on people's behalf. Father God, whatever their need is, whatever it is that they desire, Father God, I ask you to just to supply that need, Father. And Father, if they don't know you, Lord, just embrace them with your love like never before, show them your love, Father God, that how much you care. Let it be. Let them draw unto you, Father God, to become a uh, your sa- your their Savior, Father God. We just ask, Lord, that everything that we do, let it glorify you. Let it glorify you, and we pray a blessing upon this ministry, Father God, in Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. Well, thank you again so much. It's thank been, you. I hope we can do this again we sometime. Come in the back and maybe get a little bit more depth in the way we're at right now. Yes, so. praise God.
0: Well, folks, you can contact their ministry through their Facebook at Life Missions Ministries or Life Missions Ministries Word of Life Victory Center and encourage you to do so. Go visit their church. And folks, we sure do love you all. Yes, Please go talk to someone about Jesus yes. today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon. Yes, amen.